Hey guys, Darren Bentley here. And before we get started, I wanted to make a special announcement. We have officially opened registration for the Private Money Conference, which is a three-day live event where you will learn directly from Jay and his team how to raise thousands of dollars in private money to fund all of your real estate deals. Now, in today's changing market, more and more people are losing out to other investors because most of those investors have the cash to fund these deals. Did you know that you are missing out on 87% of the real estate deals out there because you don't have access to private money? Sadly, most real estate investors don't even know this is the reason why they continue to lose deal after deal. And with everything that's happening in the market today, you absolutely need every advantage available to you. And having access to unlimited amounts of private money is your big advantage. So to register for this live event, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event, where you will be able to lock in your seat for this live in-person three-day event, which takes place June 12th, 13th, and the 14th in beautiful North Carolina. But you got to be fast because there are a limited number of seats, and when they are gone, they're gone. So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay Connor and his team, head over to jayconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jayconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event. Now let's get into today's episode. Well, just to be sure all of our viewers and listeners know what we're talking about, Andrew, tell our viewers and listeners, what's the difference between wholesaling and rehabbing? Absolutely. So to wholesale, we typically will buy a property, either not touch it or maybe go in if there's some junk in and take the junk out and immediately add a profit. And then for rehabbing, which is Aaron basically covers that side of the business. For rehabbing, we get our crews in and do a, a renovation, perhaps facelift, new paint, new cabinets, sometimes new roof, new heat and air, whatever it needs and make the home typically like new and then resell it, obviously, again, at a profit. But what's a good average deal look like? In other words, what's your average retail you're selling it for, and what's your average size rehab budget? would be around $150,000 home in the Evansville market would be the retail. I like, right now, we've been using some some unique strategies with, with tax sales that we're working through. I've been buying a lot of these $150,000 homes, and I'm not using percentages. I'm using numbers right at the moment for between forty and 50000 with a twenty dollars to $30,000 rehab. Yeah. So that's that's been what you've been seeing with a lot of our flips right now. Right, right. Well, you just said something that triggers this question. I know all of our viewers and the listeners are wanting to hear your all's answers to this. And that is regardless of our exit strategy, regardless of what we're going to do with the properties, we've got to find the deals, right? We've got to find, uh, we've got to find the discounted properties, et cetera. So Andrew, let me let you go first. So, you know, what's working today may not have been working a couple of years ago, but Andrew, what is one of your best ways right now for you and Aaron to get motivated sellers raising their hand and you, you know, taking a look at the deal. 
Absolutely. So we have our two top ways right now. Our number one has already been mentioned, which I'll get back to. We also are doing a lot of online right now. So we're doing a lot of Facebook ads, paid Facebook ads, and a lot of online ads that are creating you know, opportunity. People are calling us, wanting to sell their house, and uh, we're buying them that way. The other uh, top way we're currently doing it, as Aaron's made mention, is we at Indiana. I love Indiana for tax sales, and we're uh, buying tax sale properties as well. So those are our two top ways right now. Thirdly, obviously, this is something that comes over time, is we're getting a lot of word of mouth as well. So a lot of people are calling us, you know, because they've heard about us from word of mouth. So that's the, our third way. And that's yeah. how we're getting. What would you say is the population of your target market? The surrounding area, half a million. Evansville itself, about a quarter of a million, about 250,000. Okay, very good, very good. So Aaron, since we're over to you for a moment, any other ways come to mind other than what Andrew uh, just mentioned on, on locating motivated sellers? On locating motivated sellers, the other thing that I use, we don't do a lot of bandit signs at, at intersections and so on, but at some of our homes that we'll have, let's say we're rehabbing them and stuff like that. It's interesting because everyone that calls off of those is usually, I shouldn't say everyone, most are usually motivated and we will use those in our yards, especially high traffic areas. We still put out bandit signs every chance we get. And those, those sellers are always, almost always motivated. So that's one of, that's one of the ways and our conversion rates very high for those. Yeah, excellent. So now both you and Andrew have mentioned uh, the tax sales, the tax certificates. It sounds like y'all, that's like one of your big supplies of, or, yes. or big strategies of, of getting the deals. So for example, I'm going to guess most of our viewers and listeners here on this show, most probably over 95 to 99% have never done a tax sale deal. So could you break that process down step by step? And we can take two or three minutes for it. Break the process down, Aaron. Step one, step two, step three. I don't know anything about tax sales. What's the first thing I need to do? How do I learn about them? And, and what is an expensive lesson you have learned about tax sales? I'm going to be totally transparent through this process. What the first thing I would do is get yourself a good real estate attorney and a good realtor that knows tax sales. Without those, we would have made some serious expensive mistakes. But for example, if you, if you didn't have those team members in place, what could go wrong with a tax sale deal? I could sell personal property before I was supposed to and really end up in some serious hot water. You know, I could, I could try to gain access to the property before it gets the final court orders that we can have access to the property. And, you know, there's a lot of bad things that could happen through that process. Or I could buy a property that has judgments on it that no one knows about that a guarantee is going to come up when they hear that an investor has bought it with money. You know, so that in a nutshell, I would say, make sure you have yourself a good real estate agent and a good real estate attorney that knows tax sales, knows your tax sale laws in your state. And can make sure, you know, you walk through the process seamlessly that way. Yeah. Now with that, your real estate attorney, I assume, is going to do the, your title search, right? And, and discover if there's any attachments or liens or judgments against that property before you spend any money, right? Absolutely. And, you know, then all of the proper notices are also going to go out to all of the heirs or potential heirs. Everything's going to be done, you know 
by the book and, you know, in sequence properly that, you know, any of us without experience would make a mistake on. Yeah. So why is it important to have a realtor on your team that knows the tax sale process and what will your realtor do? So our realtor not only would locate those deals for us in our, in our example, in my experience, they do locate those for us and, and will turn us on to those as first and foremost, those tax sales. That's the way we do it. They will bring those to us because our realtors that we use do have the connections they need to find out when these are available. For those of us out here that don't have a relationship with a realtor that could, mm-hmm. you know, bring us tax sale deeds, I mean, tax sale deals, do you have any suggestions on how to go about locating a realtor that would be plugged into that? That would be plugged into that. Andrew, do you have a little bit more insight on that probably than I would as far as finding, uh, finding that realtor? Yes. And I would say for the first few years of our real estate investing business, we did not do those just uh, for the reason of mm-hmm. the uh, complications that can go along with them. Profit. So you do want to be sure you have those key, uh, things in place. Uh, that being said, to find a realtor who is uh, involved and can do what he was discussing is definitely going to be a special realtor. You just, uh, you know, look for realtor signs and start calling them. You, you, you ain't got the best shot in the world to find the one that does tax sales. <laughs> so that being said, I would, uh, I would say networking at your local real estate and any, any type of meetings where investors gather that you could touch base with investors and other people who are doing anything similar and ask them who, you know, they would recommend. So getting yourself involved in that community and keeping your eyes and ears open to, uh, to see who's doing the deals. And then secondly, is if somebody doesn't always give a, a clear answer, you don't have the opportunity to ask someone, you kind of watch and listen. And when you find somebody who is doing tax sales, just see what realtor happens to be getting their listings and give them a ring. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, I appreciate you sharing that. Wow. I can't believe we're almost getting near to the end of the show here and we, we just got started. I can already tell I'm going to want to have y'all back on again because y'all got a a lot of information you can share. So let's go back over to Aaron for a moment. So Aaron, y'all, you and Andrew have been doing this for a few years now. What's the best advice that comes to your mind that you would give to a newbie, to a new real estate investor that's never done a deal before? So the first advice I would give to a real estate investor and what I do when I have one that asks me, is two things, you know, don't let a no discourage you from moving on to another deal. And, you know, always, you know, not only don't let that no discourage you, but always you're going to have to work harder than what most people think to get to where you want to be. And so always, always plan on working hard and don't let a discouragement or no, you know, push you or or push you down. Excellent. Andrew, what advice would you give uh, to a new real estate investor? Be sure you're looking for deals, get on the phone and work hard and, and uh, until you can get a contract, raise the money and, and order. Once you know the steps to the process, it's just a matter of implementing them. And as Aaron said, you know, it's likely you're going to encounter some, some no's or some bumps in the road before you get that yes and that big check. One last question, and then we're going to give uh, information to everybody as to how uh, folks can contact you and a reason that they might want to contact you. So, Aaron, let me come back over to you. And Andrew, I want to ask you the same question. So, Andrew, you're going to have more time to think about this question than Aaron will. 
and, and, and Aaron's got to scratch his head for a second. We'll come back to you, Andrew. But here's the question. You know, we all learn lessons. Some lessons cost more money than, than others. So y'all been doing the business for a while. What would you say is one of the biggest mistakes that you've made since you've been in real estate investing? You may, you, you may think of a particular deal that if you knew then what you do now, you would have done something differently on that deal. What lesson learned comes to mind that could save our viewers and listeners some money? Yes. The hard way. Uh, that is a great question. And uh, the first one that pops in my head is be careful who your partners are in business. Choose your partners wisely. Make sure that they are bringing as much or more to the table than what you are legitimately. Don't be afraid to ask the hard questions to that potential partner. Now, now define what, what you mean by a partner. Okay, so in regards to, and this has been our experience, and I'm sure a lot of a lot of investors will encounter this if they haven't already. When you go into business, you always have a lot of people that want to partner with you, especially when you appear like you're moving up and doing what you're planning on doing, hitting your goals. You have a lot of people that will want to work with you and partner on deals with you and so on and so forth. I've, speak, I've spoken to a lot of newer investors that have encountered this problem, and I always caution them to say, always make sure that that potential partner, whether it's a deal, you know, specifically a deal partner, make sure that they are, you know, are able to perform what they are going to and always make sure it's in writing, you know, and, and you asked the first thing to come to my head. And that is the first thing that came to my head. That can awesome. Save a lot of money. How about you, Andrew? I would say, keep your eyes peeled when you're looking at deals. And I would, I would simply say it like this. I, I contend and Aaron can verify this. I contend to have a big heart. That's uh, one of the very big things that I love about real estate is you get to help people sometimes who need out of a house. You get to help people who need into a house. It's a lot of getting to help people. And I love that. That being said, I tended to believe anything I was told. So perhaps if a seller or a, a realtor would, uh, when I was offered on a property, would tell me that something wasn't wrong that was, uh, rather than verifying it myself, I would leave it you know, cut us out of profits on a deal or two in the over 300 deals we have done because of the fact that I didn't verify myself and I just I wanted to believe the best. So I would say, keep your eyes peeled. Definitely have a heart for people, but also verify the facts. Well, what you just said reminded me of what Ronald Reagan's famous quote was, not that he didn't have more than one, but the one that comes to mind is trust, but verify. <laughs> Absolutely. That's perfect. Yes. Well, that's, excellent. that's excellent. Well, guys, I tell you, I just can't tell you how much I appreciate y'all taking the time out of your very successful real estate investing business to come here and be on the show. I know you've uh, given some great information. I know you've been an inspiration to our viewers and listeners. And, and I'm sure we've got quite a few that would like to connect with you. We may have some viewers and listeners that are not only interested in real estate investing, but they might want to do some private lending as well. They might want to do some business with you and, and get some uh, high rates of return safely and secured, uh, particularly with you paying, you know, eight to 10%, which is very, very awesome these days. So um, whichever one of y'all wants to give out the contact information as to how, how people can uh, connect with you and continue the conversation. The best way to contact us, well, we've got several ways, but our, our email address is the schlagbros at gmail.com. Our phone number is 812-303-8209. It is the schlagbros at gmail.com. Spell that out. 
S-C-H-L-A-G-B-R-O-S at gmail.com. And our phone number is 812-303-8209. You can also follow us and you can also uh, direct messages on, on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Find us there at the Schlag Bros. So it's at the Schlag Bros, just like our email address. And uh, Twitter, we are at the Schlag Bros as well. So Excellent. Uh, there's several places you can contact us. All right. I love it. I love it. All right. Andrew, parting comments. Well, thank you for the opportunity to be on, Jay, and to be able to, to share with your audience our, our story and uh, excited uh, to hopefully be an inspiration to somebody else who, like you said, is maybe getting started, looking forward to a successful real estate investing career. And so I hope that it was an inspiration to them. And as you also mentioned for, uh, you know, opportunity for someone to, to make a high rate of return. And so we're just uh, counted an honor to be here. That's awesome. Aaron, parting comments. Jay, it was a pleasure to be on, on the show. Always an honor to speak with you. It's great to uh, get to share with you what we're doing. Excited where we're headed. And hopefully, hopefully something we sit on here will uh, help somebody, encourage, inspire a real estate investor. And it's a great opportunity as well for anyone that's looking for a great rate of return on their money. It's safe and secure. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Andrew. It's been a blast to have you all on and hope to see you in person before too long. And uh, there's probably a good chance that we will uh, with the conferences that we go to and such. So to our viewers and listeners, thank you for uh, tuning in and watching and listening. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to uh, comment below with any questions you have on real estate investing. We'll get those answered for you. Be sure to uh, subscribe and share. We appreciate that. And if you are uh, listening on uh, audio with the iTunes or Google Play, etc., be sure to uh, subscribe, rate, and review. Again, my upcoming live event, I want to see you all there. So check it out again one more time and get registered at www.jayconner.com forward slash money podcast. I'm Jay Conner, the Private Money Authority. Until next time, taking your real estate investing career to the next level. We'll see you later. Bye for now.